friends Don't be such a silly grin It's the same old thing We've checked the dictionary Now here's a commentary On life abroad and all it brings Immigrants, expats We are British and black Living across the sea So why don't you join us and just we nats and pour yourself a cup of tea in the morning as you listen to our podcast weekly our podcast weekly okay cat are you ready yes Okay, hello everyone. This is another episode of Expat Immigrant. Welcome back. My name is Natalia and this is my voice. My name is Kat and this is my voice. Brilliant. So, um, yeah, today we are, it's the afternoon. We're having our guti. Some of us are having guti. Yeah, he's a called a baby. Baby's having guti. Adults are not having guti for the moment. Hoping that his guti will just occupy him for some time. He's been a bit ill and he gave us his illness, didn't he? Not me. Not you, thank goodness. Thank goodness. But hubby and I had, was struck down by 24 hour gastro bug. Yeah, but it might be longer than 24 hours. Because hubby's still in bed. Yeah. And I'm a bit peaky. Poorly. (laughs) Catherine didn't know when I kept saying it, I feel a bit peaky. Katty didn't really know. She what said I was about a hundred times yeah, today. I'm peaky. Peaky. <laughs> never I'm heard of it. I'm feeling much better, but still a bit peaky. Yeah, never I heard, heard of it. I heard a door go. Where is he? There he is. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm all right, but a bit peaky. Yeah. Today. Yesterday was like right off. Right off. Complete right off. But um, yeah, but we decided to record today. We've got some ten. And uh, today we are going to talk about school. Yay! And schools. Because, and this is one thing I thought Kat has got a wealth of stories and stuff about school because first of all when we were kids Catty had 200% attendance I love school <laughs> I love never school. missed a day of school for two years that's then, how you get 200% attendance for those yeah. mathematicians who say <laughs> it's not possible, it's not possible. <laughs> we add up 100 and we add up 100 and we make 200 that's what we do year 10 and year 11 no less <laughs> I went to school every day. I never missed a day of school. I loved it so much. And you loved it so much that then you became a teacher. Yeah. I do, yeah. I do, yeah. So you've, got, you've got both sides of the coin. Yes. So today we're going to talk about, I guess we'll give a, um, a bit about us at school. I think yeah. that's quite cool. And then and then talk about school, that you, when you worked in school in England, but your cat is also working in school in France. Yeah. Now. Where are you working? I'm working in what they call a college. college. So it is the lower years of secondary school. I think it's probably year seven to year 10. And mm. I'm teaching three classes of year 10. So they're the eldest in the school. And they're very, very good. Yeah. So year seven to year 10. Yeah. And after college, they go what, to Lisi. Right. Which is year 11, 11 to 13. To year 13. So where we would have school, like secondary school, would be year 7 to, to eleven. Year 11. Yeah. And then if you're anything like us in our secondary school, we had an upper school and lower school. So yeah. at one I point, year rare. 9, you were the big yeah. girls. Right, went to a girls' school, and you and yeah, we went to a girls' school. So in year nine, you were the big girls. Yeah, right? you're running things. Yeah, and then year 
10, you get quickly brought back down. Yeah. Uh, back to, down to life. Back, back down to earth. Back down to earth, you know, because you're back down to being the, the younger ones yeah. in the school. Yeah. You know, you go from big boss. Yeah. But you're more mature then when you're in year 10. You don't need to be little or big. You just be. No, yeah. Just be. <laughs> I'm the youngest, you yeah, be. but I'm 14, so come on. Remember the other day we looked up our school on, uh, on, online? Yeah. Because actually we were explaining to our friend that we had to wear a kilt. Yes. And he was like, what do you mean you wore a kilt? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, yes, we wore a kilt to school. That was part of our uniform. Yay. And I had to uh, Google it to, to show you what our bottle green uh, tartan kilt was. And my about. kilt was very long and I didn't really roll it up, unlike... I can't believe you didn't roll your kilt. Not really. Maybe just rolled it up to my knees. Because <laughs> Katie, would, Katie would follow the rules because they said on your knee or below. <laughs> I think it was below my knee, but I don't know. I felt like a bit like weird. I wasn't that kind of girl. I was just like a long kind of skirt kind of girl. Yes, a long skirt kind of girl. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I remember laughing at some of the, um, not laughing at, but you know, uh, commenting on some of the local other girls schools yeah i couldn't believe their skirts were always so long like, yeah well, we're rolling up our skirts like everyone's got the same rules yeah but we're rolling our skirts i know and i know <laughs> i just was thinking about in jamaica have you seen the school children in jamaica oh, they look I so love, lovely love, they love have long skirts uniforms. yeah and, and they look so sleeve. smart oh, i love it I love the Jamaican uniform. I think a child in a good uniform, worn well, looks very nice. Yeah. But what I'm sad about is that my child, being in, in France and being French, he won't have a school uniform. Stop it. He's pulling the dog's tail. <laughs> pulling it quite hardly. Hard. Look. No, <laughs> poor doggy. Um, yeah, he won't get to wear a uniform. But part of me is thinking that I would get him a uniform, like from Tesco or something, get mum yeah. to get one of them uniforms for me, just one of them random But uniforms. what age, when he's Stop a young it. boy? Yeah, yeah. so when is his literally first day at school, I'll put him in that he's uniform. He's going to look like he's going to a wedding. No, no, no. He'll just look like he's in a uniform. <laughs> With a blazer? I'll probably, well, what, no, I don't think little kids wear blazers. Primary school know. kids. But I'll do it just to take the photos. Oh, Yeah, yeah, I want photographs. All right, so what were you like at school, Katty? I was an A-star pupil without getting the A-stars. What? Yes, I should have got the A-stars. Really. I think I got what one A-star. Oh, no, 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 I didn't get any A-stars. I got an, two A's, I think. Two A's, three B's and four C's. Ah. That's quite a nice uh, pattern there. Yeah. Uh, no, I was a very good student. I liked school. I enjoyed being in a girls' school. I love female company. I love talking to girls. I was well behaved. I didn't what mess around. What is it around. that you liked about being in a girls' school? Because actually, I think we should uh, talk a bit about that. Well, because Only because, sorry, mm. uh, um, I hear a lot of people... Actually, I don't hear a lot of people, but there have been a few like interviews and stuff that I've listened to in podcasts where people say, oh, I've been, I went to a girls' school and they hated it. Oh, did they? And I, and I want to be on the back because I loved going to a girls' yeah. school. So let us give that sort of other Well, I feel, I feel boys are so disruptive, or they can be. I've seen it as being a teacher. I think boys can be so, so disruptive. And I think for me at school, I really enjoyed my lessons. So if I had some little boys messing around, I would have really hated it. Yeah. I loved but didn't you have girls messing around? 
Yeah, a little bit, but not so on, just not, on, not on the grand scale of things. I think the girls, uh, we did have some naughty girls, but I feel on the whole, we had some really good lessons and education was, and learning was allowed to take place. And I just think, and I think I was a bit, I, I, I guess at 11, I would probably been all right to mix with the boys. But as I grew older, I was a little bit timid, I suppose. So yeah. I don't think I would have fared well in a mixed school. Really? Well, maybe I would. I, mean, I don't you would have just got on with it. You would have just got on with it. But I think boys are just too disruptive. Just send them aside. <laughs> send them aside. Send them aside. I mean, my view on that is I think boys, yeah, they are disruptive. But as a disruptive girl, mm. you know, I like to disrupt. Yeah. <laughs> but here, this what, what I think and... Um, what where I think a, a girls' school benefited me, right? I feel like there's something that happens to girls, mm. uh, like from, and actually there's studies about it, right? That like from seven, eight, like you've got really brave, fierce girls, yeah. like really strong, really sure of themselves, yeah. and and they and they can do anything. They're just as good as boys, mm. and then you get you hit puberty, and girls become super self conscious. Yeah. And I think that removing. Uh, boys uh, from the schooling environment at that age I think it made girls some I mean I'm not saying that girls stopped being self-conscious of course they were yeah but it then allowed girls to kind of still sort of be themselves and yeah. be the 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 kind of I, I mean Katty like I think the first time I ever saw like a kind of true representation like a dramatical representation of what it's like to have a big group of girls together was mm. when I saw Orange is the New Black did you ever see Orange no, is the New I Black seen it. oh my god like season one it was just like this prison of women and there's all different women and it was just like a girls school mm. do you know what I mean it was literally like a girls school like yeah. you've got the pretty ones you've got like the, the kind of butchered ones you've got like, like every yeah. every you know and different every orientations kind. and different do you know what I mean like so um, so in our school it for me I think that I was able to really become the fullest clown that I was supposed to be. Mm. (laughs) And I think if there was a boy there trying to be funny, do you know what I mean? Yeah, taking your shine. I would have taken my shine and I would have probably been like, oh, I'm not as funny as this girl. I would have dumbed myself down. Yeah, I see that happening. Do you know what I mean? But in a girl's school, I was like clown max. Yeah. And me and my friends were so, and a lo- not just me and my friends, but like so many uh, expressions of like expressiveness. Yeah. What's he got? He's got a magnet. You got a magnet, kitchen magnet. Oh yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Fridge magnet in his mouth. It's fine. But that's that's what I think. Um, where I think I benefited yeah. from, from being a, yeah. a girls' school. And I think it did help that our sites were split, you know, to oh, think, yeah, yeah it I definitely think that helped. Actually come to think of it, yeah. yeah. It definitely helped because you could, you only had three years in the lower school. Um, so the girls that were older than you were not massively older than you. Yeah. They didn't terrorize you. Mm. We had lots of space. So I think that really, really helped. I, yeah. I really enjoyed my school days. Yeah, I did. I used to love starting a bundle Mm-mm. in in the corridor. Yeah, that's not kind <laughs> of my everyone, kind of thing. Katty was... <laughs> I just loved it. It was like everyone leaving class. It sounds like kids can't do that now, COVID, I suppose. Everyone's probably staggered classroom leaving, but we'd leave the corridor and there would just be so many of us in the corridors. Yeah, once we left our classroom, in the corridors at the same time, do you remember? You'd go, bundle! And yeah. you just start pushing <laughs> I hate I hate pushing. 
I don't like being touched <laughs> like that. You don't like pushing? No. Have you I been don't in a mosh me. pit before? Well, I think I went with you. I was so shocked. <laughs> I had to stand by the wall. <laughs> to, I couldn't back what up. was it? Where I couldn't that? back up far enough. I think it was in Islington. Oh, who did we see? I don't even know. I was like, what is going on here? Cat mosh pits are the best. No, I don't man. touch me. Do not <laughs> touch me. Especially, I don't mind being touched, but shove and bump and push. Yeah, because then you, you push back. That's no, the thing. But I'm not very good at pushing back. Remember when we went to Iceland? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we could say this. We went to Iceland. No, it's just how it was. Yeah, how we found it. We went to Iceland and the people, I don't know, they, they were just... Pushing. They in were the club. pushy in the club. They were just bumping and pushing and walking yeah, between It, it was just like, because, you know, in the, in the UK or, or, well, when you go to a club, when it's packed, you can still get through. Yeah. You can say, excuse me, or you can just sort of twist yeah. up your body and just Make walk it past it. Smaller. But they would just walk they through you. through us. And Natalia said, push them back. And I couldn't. I was just like, place my hand on them and like, <laughs> pressed. But Natalia's like, shove. Shove. I'd shove it. Out the way. Out the way. You push me, I push you. Exactly. So, yeah, I, was, I couldn't push anyone back. So yeah, no, bundles, bundles. and mosh pit it's not Kat, for me you played netball yeah at school yeah but you just snatched the ball you're not meant to push them oh and no shove no them. I just could change the oh, subject yeah. into just oh, another yeah, thing sorry. like so sports yeah, at school yeah I love netball and I played <laughs> netball at school I don't think I was I wasn't amazing I don't think I was on the proper team I can't really remember but I played netball as an adult and even recently even uh, last year or the year before I was playing netball nice. I, sometimes I wish I took it you know all the way to Do the top you? well I wish I would I mean netball is such I a great sport netball. they don't have it in France when I played netball as an adult and then you've got these young girls man they run circles around you Oh, they run mate. circles around you. You think they're not going anywhere. They just have they've got their territory. Snatch the they snatch and they run and, and I'm a defender. Run. So I'm chasing them. I thought I could. I always wanted to be wing attack uh, or goal attack. Yeah. But I was always wing defence. Yeah. But I like wing defence. Wing defence or goal defence. I think I was just good at intercepting. Yeah. I would, yeah, I would yeah. throw myself in, yeah. in front of a in front of. A I like goal defence because... Because an attacker is most likely going to score. So, you know, you just <laughs> what, do your you just best. <laughs> no, you just do your best. You but if they score, they don't, I didn't stand aside. But like, if you didn't prevent them from scoring, it was like, oh, well, they're just going to score I anyway. I wasn't good at, well, goal, att- goal defence, uh, for me, I was always, sta- do you know when you, when you, um, when you're trying to mark them and then yeah. you like contact yeah, them yeah, and yeah, stuff, get you literally close. have to stand beside them. That yeah. was me all the time. So wing attack, I was better at wing attack. Yeah. But oh, my, I love my cl- I remember when my class, won- we didn't win the whole thing, but we won out of our year. You won one game. No, no, no. We were, and this is the thing, we were like a, a, a ragtag kind of group coming together. No one thought anything of us. And you come up None there winning. None of us were in the team. The underdogs. I don't think any of us were in the school team. Yeah. And we proper underdogs, and we played so well. Yeah, and we 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 got to like the semi final or something like that. We were like properly in the final. Yeah, and then what happened? Yeah, we lost. We didn't oh, win the whole but thing, but we we done the best out of our year. Yeah. I think it was like a whole school the tournament, and I think I think there were teachers playing as well. There was a teachers yeah. team as well. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, I love netball. I love oh. netball. So yeah, school. I I I really enjoy school. I love doing drama. Yeah, you know, I did drama. Yeah, I remember when Cat was in year seven. I think you were in year seven. Was it um, Midsummer Night's Dream? Yeah, you, did you do Midsummer Night? I was believe it, so. In year seven. Yeah. 
And I wasn't in secondary school yet. And I remember going to visit, like watching it in the audience. And I was so jealous. Yeah. I was like, I cannot wait to get to the drama. To get to you know what? There's a lot of um, commitment uh, and dedication to be a part of the drama club when you're at there school. Was, yeah. Lots of rehearsals. That was like the first so time. And we that's were... one of my biggest regrets because I, I quit drama club because I just I just got too, it just felt too much of the yeah. rehearsals and stuff. And Lots I just wanted to get home at a decent time, whatever. But I quit at the wrong Long time. I should have stayed. I should have stayed. I was. Do you remember? I was Prospero. Yes, in the tempest. I don't know if that was year nine or year maybe year nine. And uh, but we, a lot of the girls couldn't handle the original Shakespearean text. I remember that. myself I not I was included. In, was I in that? Maybe that was because I was in year seven at that point. Yeah. yeah. So um, so we had to use the abridged version. Yes. But I, being the kind of girl that I am, yes, um, learned the big massive speech I by Prospero. That. No. I just learnt it. It wasn't in the, the abridged one had like three lines, and the real one had like twenty five lines. Yeah, and I learnt it. So they, my teacher was really impressed, and she let me, uh, she let me the, do the speech. That's so. I don't remember it now, but um, but then one time, and I don't know why I did this, but we were rehearsing, and I, I don't know. I feel like you know because I was doing so well, I was excelling, and everyone else was struggling mm. that I just fumbled my lines, and oh. the teacher was like, look. You're not the type. This is fake. Mm. You know, you're not fumbling your lines. You know this. Mm-mm. You know, just was come it in, on. In, in that show, in yeah. That play? In the, it was before. It was a rehearsal. Mm. It was kind of like a dress rehearsal. She's like, "Don't be like this." You know, you know your lines. Oh, you don't wow. because everyone else needs support. You don't need support in this. And I was like, "Okay, okay, okay, okay." okay. Oh, good. Yeah, I put my head down. that up? Yeah. Yeah, that's some sort of, you know, that's something that speaks to a bigger thing of sometimes we sabotage. like sabotage. Self-sabotage. Yeah. yeah, I knew my lines. Oh, my gosh. I think uh, we had, uh, we did one, I we, was, we did Antigone. Mm. Um, and I was supposed to be one of the main people and I, I, I didn't, I didn't learn my lines yeah. or, or I didn't I didn't know them really well and then I brought on a cold oh no <laughs> cat, I got sick I think it was all the stress and it's then I went and I didn't do it, I didn't, it? and then the teacher kept, like, I was in, this, in the nurse I was like I can't go on I can't go oh, on oh no I didn't know that yeah oh. I, but sometimes I think it's a dream yeah sometimes I think I dreamt it but I think it was real because sometimes do you know when you have those stress dreams yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like I'm not prepared my, mine are always that I don't know my lines and I yeah. always go back to that point of um, like I'm supposed to go on stage and I don't know my lines yeah. Yeah. And um and yeah, she came to visit me. She was like, You'll be fine. And I was just like, I can't like nothing's yeah, sticking. It's too in much there. to be stressed at that young age. And it was Antigone, yeah. for goodness sake. Yeah. Like Greek tragedy. Um so yeah, so I didn't do it and I'm gutted. I didn't take drama as my options and I think that was a shock to my <gasps> drama teacher. But instead, what and I, 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 I took two languages. I took French and Spanish. Oh, did you? Did you take French and Spanish? No, no. I took drama. Yeah, I took French and Spanish, and I wished that the options were set out a different way that I could do French, Spanish, and drama. I think if you, only way is probably if you were able to do your GCSEs early. Oh no, that even though I went to school every day, I don't think I, I was. Like, I don't I, know, but I mean, I wish they were able to do. I wanted to take music, yeah, and drama, yeah. And my music teacher was shocked that I. I, I swear they must have had a bet going on that yeah. that, that I would do even music. music or drama yeah and but I, I I chose drama but I I really wanted to do music as well but yeah, it's so sad, sad. For the, like, yeah it's sad for these um subjects the kind of person who would want to take music might yeah. often want to take drama, drama as that well. goes hand in hand exactly. that's musical theatre 
Exactly. There's a name for that. I dreamed a dream. But what I wish I did when I went to college, uh, I wish I took theatre studies. I really, really wish I took. That was a that was a subject for me, because I wasn't so much when I went to college that I needed to be on stage, but I really wanted to do the behind the scenes. Mm. I really wanted to do the writing, which is quite interesting because I think we come full circle in life not that, yeah. not that my life is over but you know I'm now getting more into writing I've mm. actually started writing a play so it, it all makes sense it all returns back to where you need going to be going back to the start yeah I'm going back to the start so um yeah I wanted to do theatre studies as well yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, in another podcast, we talk about it. We, we go, I feel like we're going over some of the stuff we said in our other podcast. Oh, I don't remember podcast, us saying uh, that. Plug uh, Tuneful Radio, so it's there. Look up oh, Tuneful Radio. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We did speak yeah, about that yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's go on to like, so you became a teacher. I became a teacher. So um, when I finished uni, I didn't know what to do. And I was working in a call centre for an optician and I really loved it. But I was like, oh God, I'm a graduate now. I can't be working in this call centre. Oh centre I need to leave so I got this um, bilingual sales job and it was like the worst job ever so Mm. I studied French at uni and I did this bilingual sales job and I didn't really have the French to do the bilingual sales job but it was horrible you had to call these companies in Luxembourg and Belgium and France Mm. and try and sell these IT courses and it was so horrible and I didn't like anyone and then our manager was really horrible and she left a new manager came and uh, he decided to take the team out one by one for a coffee and I was thinking god I hate this job so much I hate it to the extent that I'd feel feel it physically I'd like Mm. I hate it so much I almost could have cried and he sat down and said oh how long have you been here how do you enjoy it and I didn't think about it I was just like I really don't like this job and he's like, oh, I said, no, I really don't like this job. And he's like, well, what are you saying? And I was like, mm. and he said, would you like to leave? And I said, yes, please. So he took me out for a coffee to say, you know, he's the new manager, how we're yeah. going to work together. And I ended up resigning. Yeah. Like I didn't realise I was going to do that. So I ended up resigning. Mm-hmm. So I called my mum and she's like, Catherine, why? Why did you resign? It was a good job. I'm like, it was not a good job. I think for them, like any job yeah. was a good job. Well, they just I remember me. Do you know what? I'm, I'm, I have a memory of meeting you at the Strand. Like, yeah. I remember when I worked around there yeah. and we went, we walked along the Strand and we went to um, Charing Cross Station and you were so upset. Yeah. Like, oh, because of the you. job? Yeah. I wonder if I just quit by then. Yeah, it could have been when you had just quit. Yeah. So um, so then my mum kept saying to me, oh, you, you should be a teacher. Like, you have always wanted to be a teacher. Mm. And I was like, oh, no, I've really enjoyed school, but I don't think I wanted to be a teacher. Mm. She said, yeah, you've always, want, always wanted to Mm-mm. be a teacher. So she encouraged me to become a teacher. So I went through clearing and just got into a teacher training course. Mm. So I kind of quit the job. Uh, it was sort of uh, end of summer and then I got on to the teacher training course and I became a teacher so I don't think it was necessarily a passion or a love you know I hate when you go to interviews and they ask you why do you want to be a teacher and you have to say oh I really love children I want to uh, you know educate the children it's like yeah yeah, I like I like people do you know what I mean the children are people so um so yeah but I I don't (laughs) think I was uh 
ever driven to to really educate the yeah. next generation. Yeah. But I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I'm I did glad, it. I learned and, a lot. Like, speaking of like with mum um, saying that, like it makes me think like I, I've said all this before about like now having a child. I said this even before having a child, but even now so I've got to put it into practice that I've got to keep an eye on things that he likes yeah. to do at at the different various like stages of his youth yeah. so that if he ever comes to a crossroads of not knowing what to do with his life yeah. then I can be like okay look you really like to push buttons when you're one yeah. <laughs> have you thought about being an engineer or yeah. something like that do you know what I mean like or you really like to like I've got um, we've got a friend of, of John's and his his friends and his son is about four years old now and he loves cars like mm. he takes his cars everywhere he's got a bag full of cars and he shows his cars and then you know he just absolutely likes anything to do with cars and so I was thinking to myself wow like imagine if he was at a crossroads you could say look have you do you want to be a mechanic do you want to work with Formula One do you yeah. want to do this do you want to design cars like cars you could say to him you know if it's you his first if you love a, yeah it was his first like love like me in the theatre yeah so um uh, so yeah oh, look we've got to pick up the baby he's here he's just had to put down her mic to pick him up I'm back in the he's, game he's, he's getting involved he's, he's looking at the table looking at what he can touch yeah <laughs> there's like two glasses of water that looks tempting tempting two glasses of water you want to throw that water. on the floor maybe <laughs> There's pens, there's books. Yeah. But yeah, so you went and you did your teacher training. I remember when you started to be, when you were a teacher and it really put into perspective, I was like, oh my God, these teachers have lives. Yeah. Like I remember, because like, when I was a kid, do you remember like seeing a teacher out and about? Yeah. I remember seeing a teacher with green and I was like, what, what, oh, oh. and they're like, hello, Natalia. Yeah. I love like, oh. like, you. good now. Yeah. I remember I was teaching and um, I saw one of my kids, he was a nice kid he was uh, but a bit naughty but I quite like the naughty kid so give me keep me on my toes yeah, yeah and I was on the bus I was downstairs on the bus in Wood Green and he was on there with his mum and he like looked at me and he would like to, to say like just just keep cool miss don't, no need to engage a conversation with my mum no need to you know expose me on the bus and I just smiled and I, I didn't say anything I just said hello but it's funny you do have that power yeah you know you can I could have ruined his day <laughs> <laughs> isn't it but um and another can I, I tell another oh, yeah, story ahead, so yeah. another school I worked at there was this girl she was really naughty and I called her parents and when I put the phone down because the phone call was just like okay okay thank you okay yes thank you I'll tell her and I said you know she's a good girl you know she just really tries but she's not trying and she's messing around okay thank you I'll tell her and so I was going on yeah. and I put the phone down and I thought you know what that was the child that was not the because I, I was thinking to myself this oh doesn't God, feel right this girl. doesn't feel right so, yes yes I'll tell her thank you miss thank you for calling and I put she the said phone miss. down yeah or whatever oh, I, I just like I was thinking this doesn't feel all right but I wasn't quick enough my mind wasn't working quick enough I thought this I just but spoke did you to say, the child can I speak to them parents yeah. of and she'll go speaking yeah oh, she totally she's a boss she girl. totally yes. like you know ran me ragged oh wow and then uh, and then like, she came into school and I said look I know it was you and she's all laughing telling her friends <laughs> and stuff like, and like sometimes as a teacher you just you know you're supposed to call their parents but if you call their parents you'd be there all day every day calling teaching and then calling parents mm. it's like there's too many of them to call their parents 
And then I left that school and then I saw her in, again, in Wood Green in uh, Superdrug. She was on her work experience. Oh, and she looked at me, you know, work experience. Yeah, And she looked at me and she was like, okay, what's Miss going to do? And, I, you know, <laughs> my wickedness just come through my head. I thought I would just go and knock down the shelves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really thought, you know what, Katie, just knock down the shelves and make, make the girl. Up. Yeah, make, make it thicker up. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at her and I think, but the thing is, there's there's some knowingness, there's the knowing between mm. teachers, especially if you're a young teacher. I mean, I was only like 10, 15 years older than them myself, or maybe less. Probably, if yeah. They were, yeah, less than 10 years older, probably 12 years older than them. So there's a lot of things that happen for a young teacher, I think. And there's like a code, like, I'm not going to tell, you're not going to tell. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. don't tell anyone that I let you just watch uh, a video like a movie five five <laughs> lessons in a row if you don't tell if I don't tell anyone that you don't do homework do you know what I mean yeah, I think yeah, there's yeah. like they're like a little code so she looked at me I looked at her and I, we just kind of smiled at each other and then I went and did my business but it's funny it's funny it's, fun, it's so funny that realization that like out of school you're in this environment like how do you behave? Because yeah. in school, there's these structures and, and everyone has their role. But outside, you're like, what is your role? And what is my role? And, and when they leave school, they, 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 they learn to like you. Yeah. You know, I had students, you know, I had this one girl, always remember her. She would always say, I ain't doing it. <laughs> I said, well, open up your books. I ain't doing it. <laughs> Said, and uh, you know, I was a bit of a, I, I can be annoying, and I was a French teacher, so, ouvrez le livre, ouvrez le livre à la page 30. La page 30. I ain't doing it, miss. I ain't doing it. And she'll swear, I ain't effing doing it. Oh my All God. the time. And she always gave me strife, and she never did any work. And then come leaving school, hi, miss. miss like we're long lost, <laughs> like we're friends. <laughs> like miss how you doing I said I ain't here to be chatting to you no no not really I what I realised was when you know you had so much work to do yeah baby's playing piano <laughs> do you want to play okay you can play okay Um, yeah like you know I had my I think at the time I was still working at a gym mm. and I'd come home and you know that's it yeah. But you were like working through the night. You do have to mark. You keep having yeah. to do all this stuff. Like it was so much it's work. A lot. Like, it's wow. so labor intensive being a teacher. There is just so much to do and something has to give. So at one point I stopped marking my books. You mm. know, there's just too many books to mark. And imagine I know like that some, sc- books. yeah, like, but imagine you've got six classes or seven classes. Six times 30. How much yeah. is that? 350. I don't know. 350. I don't know how much it is, but there's, um, yeah, there's so many books. No, six uh, times 38. <laughs> you can tell you weren't teaching maths. What is six times 30? Uh, uh, look at I'm the asking laziness. Siri. The answer is 180. Oh, it felt, like, it felt like 330, man. <laughs> tree, tree, zero. Um, and I feel like you can't do everything. And if you're a teacher... There's so much expectation on you. Oh, my you. God. There's so What's much the expectation. Of, of, yeah, so what was it like being a teacher in, in England and those sorts of expectations? And do you feel it here in France? Well, the systems are completely different. So say, for example, in the UK, you've got so many meetings. You've got departmental meetings. You've got whole school meetings. You might be assigned to take an area 
of the school and you'll have a meeting about that. So you might have a meeting about literacy. You might have a meeting about gifted and talented. You might have a meeting about, you know, special educational needs. There are just meetings, meetings, meetings. And then you've got a full timetable. And then if you're not teaching, you might be called on to cover somebody's lesson if they're absent. You've got to do break duties and lunch duties. Mm. And you've got to do detentions. That's in the UK system. In the French system, in the school that I'm in, there are no meetings, no whole school meetings. You get an email, you get lots of emails, but there are no whole school meetings. There's not even departmental meetings. What Mm -hmm. I think that happens is sometimes the head teacher might want to discuss with the department and then a representative will go and then tell everyone what the meeting was about. Oh, that sounds so much better. <laughs> you know, you, you arrive at school. Like, you go when, yeah. and let me know what she said, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, you arrive at school when you have a lesson. Well, if you don't have a lesson, you don't have to be there. Mm. You don't cover any other teacher's lessons if they're absent. Who covers it? They've got something called the surveillance. So these are just like uh, like the the observer the monitor kind of people mm. they cover the lesson you don't have to provide work if you're ill wow. because you're ill yeah so you don't provide the work um they do work hard that if you've got a full day of teaching that could be like 8 a.m till 5 p.m so it is long um but yeah they don't kind of stress you out like your time is your own to prepare and to plan that's so good and then you've got enough time to kind of relax the what i've noticed though the french system they seem to test the children like constantly really like every other lesson is a test yeah like every other lesson is a test and they record all the results. Mm-mm. Every every lesson Does it is go a test. towards their end. Uh, but the children understand that, and they know they're going to be tested, and they want to know what their results are. Wow, they're yeah, prepared. they're prepared. Yeah, they they're more mature over here, I'd say, and more um, motivated, hardworking. Why is that? How is that? Do you know, I was talking to a French lady today and she was saying about education in the UK. She said, it's like in America, it's like anything goes. But in France, she said, we know we go to school to work. Mm. We know we go to achieve our results and to achieve our qualifications. And that leads us on to something else. Whereas I think in the UK, you go to school to have fun. Yeah, meet You go friends. to school to make your teachers cry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you go to school to mess around. You go to school because you have to, you know, not because you want to be there and you necessarily yeah. want to learn. And you can't really see the correlation. I think I could be wrong. Tell me your experiences of if I do well now, it's going to affect my future. Mm. I think maybe here, if you don't do well, it really messes up well, your they, next they have steps. People, you, can re- you repeat years here, yeah, don't you? Yeah, you can repeat years, yeah. Yeah, in in the UK, you just keep moving forward. You just forward, keep moving don't forward. You? Yeah, I have to tell you a funny story. Um, I was a French teacher, and there was this boy. He was a bit naughty, and he got excluded just before his um, GCSEs. Yeah, and I felt a bit sad for him. I mean, he was a nice boy; he never did anything in my lesson but I thought you know look, black, give, boy? black boy I said give the boy a chance to take his French they GCSE to the black boys, you know. but I was like give him a chance to take his French GCSE even though he did nothing in my lesson but yeah. I was really felt strongly about it yeah, of course. and they said well listen if you want to give him his French GCSE that after school I had to find a time after school to invite mm. him in so he could do his French oral exam 
And uh, I was like, okay, fine, fine, I will do that, you know, because I think it's only fair. So he comes in after school to do the French oral exam. This, and you pr- try to prep them as much as you can, tell them what the questions could be, practice the answers with them. Yeah. So we're sitting down, we had to press record on the cassette player. Cassette player. So press, back press, then, press, cassette player back then. So I press record and I say, okay. Like, do you have any brothers or sisters? And this is how he was answering. Yes, I am 15. I go to school. <laughs> and you should see me. I like, I'm going to lump him up. I think I'm fight, fighting hard for this guy. I'm fighting for you to take your French. Not, not only do you not know it in French, you're answering in English in a French, French accent. <laughs> the wrong question. And so I was like, okay. And then I asked the next question, you know. Uh, Comment est ta ville? Like, how is your town? What's your town like? Yes. <laughs> I play football. <laughs> and in the end, I just bust out laughing, honestly. I just oh bust out laughing. Oh my gosh, the, people, the examiners who've got to listen to these tapes, they I must laugh. laughing so much. I was just like, do you know what? Why? You know, okay, fine. Let this, give me a laugh. Give me a laugh. <laughs> that reminds me, I've got to tell you about my, I think I told you this story. I love it. Of, um, <laughs> my my Spanish uh, oral exam yeah. uh, for GCSE, and I loved Spanish. Yeah. Um, my Spanish uh, lessons consisted of uh, with my teacher. <laughs> Whenever she would um, ask for examples, like hey, okay, we're gonna come up with the role play. What are the names? I'd always say Phil Bab, Filippo, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Redknapp, and Phil Bab. Uh-uh. And she's like, okay, Phil Bab. Yeah, Phil Bab goes and asks for a coffee. <laughs> Ask you guys. Did you love Phil Bad that much? I used to love Phil Bad. He was so cute. Anyway, anyway, but we had a a different teacher um, in that final year, and she was the one, or or, or maybe our normal teacher couldn't do. No, no, I think we did have a different teacher. This this lady was a new lady um, in our final year, and she did the um, oral exam, and uh, and. And here's the thing, like I was good at Spanish because, yeah. um, you know, with our dad speaking yeah. Spanish and I always wanted to speak Spanish. So I always put a bit of effort into that class. Um, and uh, I remember the first thing she said, she said, right, we're going to start. And she pressed pl- press record on the recorder and she goes, OK, uh, so Natalia, ¿cuál es tu apellido? <laughs> she goes, ¿cuál es tu apellido? And I was like... We've never heard that before, have you? Then Catherine, I looked at and she she had her pen on her with her paper on her lap and she tapped her pen on my name and on Anderson and I went But Apeyido is surname. She was like, what's your surname? Yeah. I was like, what is she Let's, flinging out this new <laughs> Just ask me. My normal teacher was like, isn't it? What's your name? Yeah. What's your name? Maybe she wasn't an English teacher. No, no, she was, she was Russian. But yeah. she's, and she was, she was teaching fr- uh, Spanish. She was new and she was yeah. from Russia. Yeah. And she come fling out Apeyido. And that, these times I never heard Apeyido. And I was like, Apeyido. Por favor, repetir, repetir. And then she's just like, tap, 
looked at and I looked at her paper. Oh, Anderson. 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 Oh, my God. It is so funny. Oh, my gosh. It is so funny. I had this one, uh, you know, so for me, I'm not a strict person. Not at all. Not strict as a teacher. Mm. Not strict in any aspect of my life. And so I find that students will either be on my side because they like me and they think I'm fun. Yeah. You know, so when I was teaching in London, I had kids that were like, don't be bad to Madame Anderson. You know, like the (laughs) boys that really stick up for me. And I felt like, you know, I was just so lucky to have like some of my students like me, you know. And there was this one child, he was so, I mean, he wasn't, I guess he was naughty, but he didn't do anything in French. He just sort of sat there. And uh, and I think we had the mock exams for year 11. And I was teaching set three. And they decided that they needed to change up the sets because it wasn't looking like we were going to get the results that we needed. So they needed to change up the sets and change up the teachers and move the classes around because we were really focused on getting good grades. Okay. You see, so it's a bit like, gets a bit political like that. Mm. And so this guy, and um, and so they, and they, it was a bit bad because I had an entry kind of level teacher and they thought I did better with the worst sets the lower sets oh. so I didn't really have much opportunity teaching the higher sets they thought they'd give it to the most experienced teachers That's to ridiculous. make sure well just to make sure we get the grades because there's so much pressure about Ofsted oh. and grades and results and leads tables and stuff oh. so we should have got the better teachers to teach the y- the other teachers well the there you b- go worst to bring up the average yeah I know it, it's, so, it's so political oh. and so we had this big um, assembly with all the year 11s and the head of year was like we're going to change it up but you know we're going to sometimes change change your classes uh you know change your teachers because we really need to get some good results and stuff like that so they're calling out people's names and so I think I was set three and then I was going to be a set four teacher yeah and then this one kid he was like no you will not take Madame Anderson away from me. Oh. Madame Anderson. And all the teachers are looking at me thinking, oh, have you got a really good relationship with this kid? I'm like, no, you don't do nothing. And he's like, is that Mad- he didn't do yeah. nothing? He's like, Madame Anderson is my French teacher. Shouting. Oh, oh my God. Madame Anderson is my French teacher. So I'm feeling all like, oh my gosh, like connecting, you know, yeah, like, yes, like- captain, no captain, that kind of thing. Oh, captain, uh, my captain. Captain, my captain. I'm thinking, my God, I'm connecting with this kid. So we get back in to the class because they said okay you can stay with Madame Madison because she's you know your teacher and we can't separate you from your teacher and we go back in class and I said to the guy's name I said oh you know you want to be my student like don't get hyped miss Uh -uh. bring your rat back yeah I'm not doing any I'm not working with no French it's just better to have you than another one of them Uh yeah Oh, ouch! Ouch! <laughs> it's like I'm sitting here. I'm not doing no work. Just don't get hype. I said, oh. "Oh my gosh!" I thought that was like a declaration. Isn't it? Madame Anderson is my teacher. Yeah, it made me laugh so much. And there was this other kid. He was so great. He used to draw caricatures of uh, everybody oh, in the wow. class. He was a very good artist. Didn't like French, but he was a very good artist. So you sit there, and people like, "Miss, Miss, he's drawing me again," and it was brilliant. Like. Big ears, big nose, boggly eyes, yeah, yeah. hair rough up. He was so good. And I'd have to say, look, so we're doing French. Oh, I don't want to do French. I don't want to do French. And he'd be like, I'm going to draw you. I'm going to draw you. I'm like, no, no, no. No, no. You don't draw me. And you know what? He drew a lovely picture of me. And oh, I've still got it. Well, probably got it at back in Luton. He drew a lovely, lovely photo of me. 
and it was so oh, nice so, so i hope nice. i don't know i don't know their oh, names I really i hope he's an oh, artist extraordinaire so. He could have done like a a, a French. Um, I thought he was going to put me like big nose, big yay. everything, but it was a really lovely picture. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. These kids are nice after all. And some of them, they got just talent in different areas. Yeah. You know, I think it's a shame that with languages in English, I mean, uh, in England, languages aren't promoted. Yeah, I think like in 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 because from you know my husband's French, so he told me from his experience, like being in France, learning English, like it was such an important lesson for yeah. him and for a lot of kids and there was you know you really want to do well yeah. and that sort of thing but in in our schools it, you know languages are so like well it's the, just we we don't see the value in foreign languages because shame. we feel that people speak english all around the world mm. that was always the complaint of the children why do we have to learn another language everyone speaks english but there's so much to learn when you're mm. learning another language you learn the structure, you learn, uh, you know, just helps the you culture. Learn helps you learn your own language. You become better at your vocabulary. So, um, yeah, it is a real shame. Or the children would say, I don't want to learn French, I want to learn Japanese. It's like, well, yeah, go and learn Japanese, but you're also doing mm, French. French you don't have to, you know, go and learn Mandarin or whatever you want to learn. Mm. But I'm sorry, here you're doing French. So, yeah... Exactly. But the children here, you know, I'm teaching year 10s and they come into the class, they stand behind their chairs. Aww. Can't believe it. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, they do their homework. I have to give them homework at, at here. At school, we used to have to stand up when a teacher walked in. Really? Yeah, they'll probably do all that. We don't have any teachers coming in, but they, they do their homework. They uh, Even the ones that you think are not strong, they're really good at English. Wow. Just their level. I'm, I'm still trying to gauge what their level is mm. because they come out with some stuff and you're like, wow, this is like university level, man. Wow. They're really good. Mm. They're really good. And they're motivated on the whole. Mm. They're more motivated. Yeah. Yeah. And they understand you're going to give them homework and they do it. Yeah. Goodness me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I never did any homework. I still don't. I, my teacher who's teaching me French now uh, we established from early like I'm not doing the homework uh, <laughs> you, you, you say what is your expectation and what's my expectation you I, say, say, oh, I don't expect any homework from uh, me because I ain't doing it like, once or twice she's given and I'm just like I'm not going to do it yeah because you why why I just don't like doing homework uh, yeah. I, don't, I just find oh, there's other stuff I want to do yeah but it, it, you know in school like, I was doing homework on the bus I know always copying always. someone's homework I wouldn't copy someone's homework no because I knew what I was doing because I was clever innit? yeah but um, but like if there was some if there was something that required research or whatever I'd need or like you have had to read the book yeah like tell me what the book is like abridge me in <laughs> like, it tell me what it's about right okay good and then I can make up my, yeah. my thing or um, yeah but homework I just I don't know I just never was uh, inclined I think to... I had like a PSHE lesson and <laughs> the woman uh, the teacher I don't know she was a, I think she was the um, remember that teacher who was the textiles teacher Oh yeah, yeah. Um, she Scottish. Uh, yeah, I think she yeah, was a yeah, Scottish yeah. textile teacher. So, but she was given this PhD lesson. Her heart wasn't in it, and she just, you know, flippantly gave us some homework. But it was about um, like some sort of finance thing, like um, 
uh, I don't remember what we were talking about, like, you know, personal finances and, oh. um, you know, like different different financial models that you can have. Like you could get a loan or you could okay. get credit and all of this kind oh, of stuff. wow. We never learned any of that. Something like that. Anyway, went to my dad, right? And he goes, what are you learning about? So I told him about finance. Oh my God, he went into it, man. He was <laughs> telling me all of this. I had to sit with him. Oh, I daddy. wrote this long piece, like dissertation. Yeah. <laughs> And the woman's just like, all right, it's just like a one question answer, one yeah. point. Oh. You know what I mean? You're going into it. And I was like, Dad, I don't think she means, you know, she doesn't mean, it was just, she doesn't mean this depth, you know? She just said, oh, go research. Dad. And he was just like helping me. Oh, you could have this, or it could be this, or it could be like, right, Dad, that's enough. And it yeah. could be this. <laughs> so I went back. That was my finest piece of homework. And it oh didn't even God. count for anything. Count. She's oh, just like, mate. yeah, all right. Okay, I see you've spent a bit of time on this. She's you won't believe it i never forget like she met we were in year seven and i had the info from you about what teachers you can mess with and what teachers yeah, you couldn't she was really strict. mess with she was strict mm. right and we had her for textiles in year seven so i didn't really do homework for much of the other classes or whatever mm. but i knew for her i've got to do homework and <laughs> i'll never forget there was this girl who was a sweet girl Aww. in our class just a sweet girl you know yeah <clears throat> and we're, we're, we're standing around the table the big like textile table in the middle of the room you know it's one yeah. big table and before she was like getting to us and we're like oh who's in the homework Oh, I didn't do my homework. Or who did it? You know, or, or before maybe when we're queuing up, yeah. actually when we're queuing up to go into the class. And the girl was like, oh, I didn't do my homework. Like she's trying to yeah, be, be you a know, big, girl, big girl And I was like, oh, I did my homework. <laughs> <laughs> this one, this ain't the teacher to yeah. rap with, you know. And, and then she said, I could see her like, uh-oh, sort of thing. Anyway, so we got to stand around the table and the teacher was going individually, okay, well, who did your homework? Who did? Yeah, where's your homework? You got to sort of And then she got to her, where's your homework? Oh, I don't, I didn't, I don't have it, miss. Why don't you have it? I didn't do it. <laughs> and the woman blasted her so hard. But then the girl started to cry. And then I think the teacher, no- the teacher noticed that she weren't that kind of girl. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so she went, oh, come here, love, come here. And she like hugged her <laughs> on her big bosom. <laughs> Okay, but you need to um, give your homework. This is a class you want to expect you I to know, do your homework. That's it. Yeah, cry yeah, it for was, that man. <laughs> she cried. She was just. I was. And we were laughing because we were like, she ain't about that life. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she ain't about that street oh. life. That no homework life. You just got to know who yeah, to do it in with. It, in know. it. In it. It's so funny. Yeah, it's man. so funny. But the kids here, do you do you give them homework? What, what others? What other stuff can you? What, what's other sort of uh, other differences? Have Did you I noticed? say about detentions over here? No, you didn't. Okay, so if you're the surveillance, they mm-hmm. surveillance like a guard kind of uh, monitors. Mm. They are the ones that do the detentions. Mm. They are the. Can I remember being a young teacher? So I was 24, 25. You don't want to be teaching all day and then giving detentions detention. and calling parents. And some of my young teacher friends would say, you know, to give a detention is like giving yourself a detention. <laughs> you know, like the, the, the school, the department would say, give them a detention. And you'd be like, what? And just sit in a classroom for 30 mm. minutes with this child yeah you know so sometimes i didn't give detentions but here you don't have to worry about detention that's the surveillance they yeah. give the detention you just tell the surveillance and the surveillance do all the monitoring of the bad mm. behavior the surveillance are the ones doing lunch duty and break duty 
It's not yeah. you. I love it. I love it. So if, it sounds so much better for like for teachers. The days can be long for the students, and sometimes but they you have, can leave. You for can lunch. leave. Yeah, you can leave, and you can leave <laughs> when you've got a gap in your lesson. Maybe you've got a lesson at ten I to eleven, and you don't have a lesson from eleven to twelve, so you can go. And, and these are like thirteen-year-olds, fourteen-year-olds. Oh they come God. back, <laughs> and you don't. There's no gates. Do you know in schools in the UK, they've got gates. You see people climbing up the gates, climbing over the yeah, gates. Yeah. There's no big gates. You just walk in and out. Yeah, but you know, yeah, they're not locked up like yeah, how we are. Yeah, they're trusted. Yeah. You can trust But them. sometimes like I see the same class twice in the same day and I think that's really weird. Mm. Especially like a year 10 class. You see them in period one and you see them in period three. Yeah. If they were to terrorise you, you'd be like, I don't want to see these kids again. <laughs> but I don't think these kids in France are the kind to terrorise. I think the worst they would do is just low-level chatter. I don't think they're the type to... You know, some kids in the UK really like to terrorise their teacher. So I don't think they're uh, the thing. But what used to make me laugh being a teacher... So when you do your teacher training, it's quite an intense year, intensive year. And... Um, you know, you're just you're just a baby teacher. Yeah. You need to you need to grow and develop in your mm. practice. But some people think, oh, you've done your teacher training, you must know everything. You must know how to, you know, differentiate the the classwork and give support this one, that one, give extra. You must know how to. And when plan you say and some g- people, what other teachers? Yeah, or other, I just feel like the pe- well, parents definitely seem to think, well, you're a teacher, like you should know. Like I think it takes a long, mm. a bit of time to to really develop your practice mm. um what would make me laugh in what, my school in in london there was this uh, uh lsa learning support assistant yeah. and she would always say to me oh i'm not a teacher i'm not a trained teacher I, uh, so i don't know like how to handle these kids <laughs> i think myself oh i did the one year course which is full of assignments and practice I don't know how to handle these kids. <laughs> so one time there were these kids fighting in the corridor and I was walking along, like coming along and she ran to me and she said, I'm looking for a qualified teacher. The children oh are God. fighting. I don't know how to stop them. And I thought, <laughs> so so, do? I don't know what, how to stop these kids. So I just went there like, stop fighting. Stop. <laughs> it's just like the, um, the same thing that I'm going to do, the same thing that you can do. Do you know what I mean? Oh but God. I just feel like because you've she got sounds that like she's got a mental block. I don't know. It was so funny. I just thought to her, what does she expect me to do? Someone probably told her, oh, you're not a teacher. And she, she probably limited herself and her what she could achieve in life. I don't know. It just made me laugh so much. It was just like, well, I'm a qualified teacher, but but when people fight, it's just time to stop fighting, isn't it? (laughs) You got to try not to get in the middle of those fights, though. Especially these boys, they're so big. Yeah. Oh my god! You can't get in the middle of those fights. You can't really do anything. I don't know. Maybe you can, but Yeah. yeah. So what else funny. did you want to say about teaching? Uh, what else did I want to say? So I think the French people are a bit more rigid and strict. Mm. In the UK, we play a lot of games, especially in languages. You play a lot of games, like you get them to touch the board and you could do fun stuff. And when I try it here, the kids yeah. are like, what is going on? Yeah. But then now one of them, at least one of the boys said, we like the games. Uh, so I play the games, but they really get into it. Like if they cheat, because yeah. they do all cheat, they're like you cheated you cheated <laughs> and it it go it gets, it gets like crazy. out of control they're, not used, they're not used to it they're not used to playing games it's too it's a lot it's a lot more rigid it's a lot more strict and i feel like the french teachers are more strict here than the um english 
English teachers. Like I've seen some teachers that are reminiscent of the 80s or the 70s. They're proper in your face. They're like, what is the answer? Mm-mm. What is the answer? So I don't think we do that in the UK. We're a bit softy, softy. And we're a lot yeah. about, we're about expression and games and fun. Yeah. Fun through learning. Yeah. Learning that's what I wanted fun. to say. Like when we were doing the um, the f- English, um, when we were comparing television. Yeah. Like what I wanted to say is that English TV is about entertainment and yeah. fun. Even when it's, de- even when you're looking at like um, documentaries and things like that. Mm. And French TV uh, comparatively is about learning, but like, information yeah. like you've got to get this information and everything's serious so all yeah. the documentaries are serious they're not meant to entertain they're yeah. meant to inform yeah so maybe that's just the way it is like the style of of yeah, life is they're it? very even intellectual in schools, everything is like in- yeah, intellectual. even um, yeah, I yeah. was um, um, invigilating some exams just before the the school holidays we're on school holidays at the moment and um, they had dictation they had dictation and it was proper it was so funny I was getting a bit stressed out because I didn't know how to invigilate this exam it was in a classroom and and then they said they've got to do dictation I thought please do not get the English person to read out the dictation why? Because it'll be like, it wouldn't be like the, you know, some words are similar. Mm. Like, I think if I read it out in French, they'll be like, what, miss? What is it? Oh, you know, for you to for read me in to read, French? Yeah, me to read oh, the French. Oh, English no, dictation. No, 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 it was, it, I, was, I was observing, the sorry. Dictation in French. Dictation in French. But it was what? sort of like, this <laughs> is the phrase, open bracket, close bracket. To, are they writing with a pen? Yeah, yeah, they're writing with a pen. Because I feel like, do? do you know what? <laughs> French people love their language. Yeah, they And they do. call, I don't know if you know the word, soutenu. You have to speak French soutenu. It's formal. It is correct French. Mm. And they drill it down, man. Wow. You, even at the school, GCSE or whatever, you have got to write formal, mm-hmm. correct French. Yeah. You have got to know. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know where I stand on that. on that. I think it's good in some ways, you know, having an education where you can always fall back on your the correct mm. language. And it's all. I think that's good. But this been obsessed with like the correct way of doing things and it's a talking point because like I'm reminded of um when I, I did one of my French, uh, when my, my French teacher, who's amazing, uh, we did a lesson and uh, one, one of the lessons was this um, news report. It was talking about like French language, I suppose, mm. but this news report about the French language and they were looking at Ayana Kamura. Oh, yeah, right? I was thinking that. Yeah. yeah. And so she's a singer and she sings and what she sings isn't really correct. technically French yeah. or not correct French. And I absolutely love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then they had this whole like government kind of uh, ministers, are ministers out. talking about it like oh, what are you they about? And they're precious. like oh but that's not the French language and and I my view is that you know it Relax. only went that high because she's black right yeah. and she's and there's another Afro girl music. my students told me I can't remember her name so I'm gonna have to find it mm. she's a young girl 16 but even my students they're like she doesn't sing in French it's not correct mm. French because they are drilled yeah it has to be correct French yeah but I don't I, because that you know what happens to expression like yeah. she can express herself and languages move and change yeah it evolves and evolve and you like invent you words and you invent words and the thing is like um, what I was saying to my teacher as well like the, the fact is like she's she's a black woman expressing herself and making music which mm. bangs you know is really good 
Uh, and then they're talking about it in the government stuff. But then in the same news report and the government stuff, they're like, and the networking and the downloading. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's just like, well, when yeah. where do you draw the line yeah. of introductions of different Because she's words? probably pulling it from her culture. She's, she's pulling it from her culture yeah. from, and, and the, the global youth culture yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, so. And actually, you, she's not singing for the minister. Isn't it? Isn't you know, for you. Yeah, it's not, she's, he's not her audience. You know, so there's there's one thing, like, I always used to say, well, I always used to think, I might have um, said this to you before, but I always think about, uh, you know, I love languages, I like, you know, being bilingual and poly, like polyglots and, and that sort of thing. But even within the, U- even within, um, the UK, um, and in terms of um, youth culture, mm. I... Now it's known as sort of like code switching. I think every child should learn how to code switch and consider themselves bilingual. I think there is something um, good to be said about um, having the structure of the the root of the language, you know, the original language, knowing how to speak properly, knowing how to... um, uh, uh, convey a message, knowing how to um, talk to different people, um, using the correct language, yeah. and then when you're with your friends or when you're in a different situation, you code switch. You go into slang or you go yeah, into the way definitely. that you normally talk. And I think it's best. I I think just because more is better, you know, speaking more languages is yeah. better. So if you are able to do both, you are, you are presented with a better, uh, maybe better opportunities yeah. for the future. Like, like that's something, that's a skill, a yeah. tool that you it have. It is, it's a string so to I, your I mean, I feel bad for, there's some kids who cannot code switch in the sense that they cannot speak I know. Um, properly. Uh, they cannot speak proper England. Yeah. They can't speak. <laughs> proper English. They can't speak proper English. Um, can't speak English. English or, or, or English in a way that is, you know, considered like I don't know if, if they were going to go and be in a ministerial job or yeah. where I, I don't know, but I think it's I think that it's a shame that so I can understand when there's an emphasis on speaking yeah. a language well because I think that is true, like yeah. you should emphasise that, yeah. but not to erase. Yeah culture and not to erase expression yeah we're multicultural so exactly um, we have to have language and words from where we come from exactly you know while you were talking i was thinking about that argument about what literature is taught in schools because there's so much literature which is you know what they call the classics Mm. um you know from white men you know you don't you don't you rarely see women up there and Mm. you rarely see people of color Mm. you don't you don't we don't study the literature of people of color we don't Mm. really expand and study the literature from people with different perspectives or from different places and in england and in france i'm not sure what they study in our life to ask one of the french teachers what they study Mm. But um, but yeah, all this classic business, like yeah, it's good to know. But from the seventeen hundreds to now, surely there's some other things that are modern classics that we could be studying about, which might be a bit more relevant, if you ask me. But exactly, exactly. Well, on that note, have we got anything else to say about school? We don't need no education. education. We don't need no 
full control. Yeah, no, it's good. It's it's fun to teach here. It's fun. It. I don't. I don't know if I could teach in the UK. But yeah. um, it's fun to teach in yeah, France. Yeah, it's fun yeah. to teach I in think France. the UK teachers. A lot I, of pressure. I feel, I feel bad for the teachers of the UK, man. They get it from every side. Like, who's on their side? Yeah. And, and that's coming from, like, I've never taught. I've only seen you teaching. And I was not the best student. I mm. was good. But I was a bit of a little shit, you know? Oh. I would... I would uh, We've gone all this far without swearing. <laughs> I was a little S-H-I-T, you know, sometimes. I think people I worried about me going into teaching because they thought I was too nice. But I think it gave me, you know, a bit of a backbone. Yeah. Because you, oh, you, you kind yeah. of, you just have to get along. And, but um, I'm glad I became a teacher. And I'm just wondering, in France, we're still going into work to teach. But all those who are homeschooling, and now parents are homeschooling. For you guys. So and it's I think the, t- the parents can see now what the, all the teachers have to go for. I see a lot of people commenting that, um, you know, they they really respect the teachers now their yeah. job because it's hard and it there's, hard. I swear there's no support for teachers who's supporting them because from the, the the school you've got the the head teachers you've got the 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 um the uh what do you call it the boroughs and everyone's yeah. like oh you've got to hit this target hit this target this, and there's no time then you've got the the kids they're so rude yeah, man rude. imagine going into work right and people telling you to f off yeah you wouldn't like accept people, it like anywhere parents else and, and, and not even just parents but any other people like you don't yeah. realize you come into work just to get abuse yeah and then you can't switch if you can't switch off then that's even worse like I think as a teacher you've got to just be able to say right when I get home I'm going to cook my dinner I'm going to watch the TV I'm going to switch off Mm. if you can switch off that's even better Mm. but if you're working to the ground Mm. it can be a thankless job I think people who are teachers should uh, try and get sabbaticals. Oh, you know, they do like that in every, Ireland. Every few years, have a sabbatical. Just Ireland get time is out. a good. Pl- I've got some Irish teachers, and they give them. You can go. You can apply for two years sabbatical that's every amazing. three years. That's every three, that. That's good. Yeah, so then you I keep coming so. back fresh, and yeah. you can. Or you can do you swaps. Can, you can swap. You can keep your job, but swap with another teacher for yeah. a year. Brilliant. But I've just got one more point. I know yeah, we're what, closing no, up. We're closing. Right, but right. what I would say in France, I feel that the leadership team, like your head teachers, are. They're more accessible than they are in the UK. Mm. So we've got this directrice, and I see her in the staff room going up to people. How are you? How was your lesson? Are oh, you yeah. fine? And I don't think you find that in the UK. I think when you become a leadership, you're on your leadership corridor. You're in your leadership offices. Oh, you're so good. Well, I mean, they've got bus- mm. they're, they're busy and they've got things to do. Yeah, but but being a young teacher, good. being an entry level teacher, you can feel. So such no a distance mm. between yourself and the leadership and sometimes you don't know where to go so I think that's another good thing that France did from my experience here in this school the leadership she's in the corridor sometimes she stops me in the corridor asks me mm. how I'm getting along how my classes are you know and I see her talking to people mm. and I feel there is a, a, a duty of care that yeah. I haven't always seen in the uk yeah totally well on that note on that note is that a positive note to end on yes I should we sing again uh, what's, what's another, another song? song? What did we sing at school? What about our music teacher? She loved them. Like she loved the, the puppet carpenters. On a string. No, no, it was. A, it was. <laughs> I'm on top of the world and looking down on creation, and the only explanation I can find is the love that I have. 
Ever since you've been around, your love puts me at the top of the world. Aren't you glad you waited until this point to hear that? Yeah. The listeners I'm talking about. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we should talk about that. Oh, oh, yeah, school. School, school we love school. school. So, yeah. But we were saying that in France, they don't even have drama school. Well, I don't drama know. Class. I'll have to ask drama. them. I don't, I don't know. I'll have to ask the students. Got I drama. hope they do. Music. Because where else are they going to oh, learn their music. drama? All right, let's go. I've got a, a baby on my lap. He's come back. Hello. Can you say Hello. <laughs> He's smiling though. He's smiling. Say something. Mama, mama. Can you say mama? Mama. Say mama. He's just got <laughs> a bit heavy breathing. He's got bare snot. Oh no. It's and he doesn't so like his nose being wiped. I cannot wipe this boy's nose. Uh-oh. It's like I'm doing the worst thing. Anyway, oh my God. Look, we're starting another conversation. Let's just go. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys, for listening. Bon courage oh, and, and if you're sure, doing like, homeschooling. Send us, send us your stories about homeschooling. Oh, yeah, please. Send us stories about your time at school. Yeah. Send us, so if you're an expat immigrant, send us, like, what you are learning about the school system in your adopted country. Yeah, we don't want to like, know. We want, we want to, to hear your stories. So you can email us at expatimmigrant at gmail.com or you can um, send us a DM. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, all of it, expat immigrants. And if you want to share, um, share it with your friends as well, man. Yeah, share the podcast. Man. Share the podcast. Um, uh, what's it? Um, gro. Gro. What's gro? <laughs> Momek. Mek, that's it. Oh, Mek. that is No, gro. but gro is like fat, but they say, oh, yeah, gro. Gro. Oh, I don't know that one. Oh, you don't know Italian knows all the slang. I know the slang, innit? Innit. Yeah, Mek. So look, you guys, share it with your friends, send us messages. Sorry this outro is so long. Okay, we're going. We're going now for Lots real. of love. Okay, love you, love. Bye. Bon courage. Bon courage. Bye. Bye.